welcome back to the She Invest podcast with your hosts. I am Allie Fugit. And I'm your host, Carrie Douglas. And we are She Invest. And today we have a special guest on. Uh, she is a good friend of ours uh, from the mastermind that we are also a part of. Uh, so Carrie's going to tell you guys a little bit about her. Yes. So today we'll be talking with Jen Lev. Um, Jen originally comes from the marketing world, running a marketing and communications account for multiple businesses in her past. She started her, her real estate investing journey six years ago with short-term rentals. Now she and her husband run a short-term rental and co-hosting management company that operates in Arkansas and Texas. In addition to the SCR management company, she's also a stay-at-home mom to three boys whom she homeschools. She's our hero. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he is. So welcome, Jen Love. Hi. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Um, we're so excited to talk to you. So do you mind starting by sharing how you got into real estate investing and what was that transition like coming from the marketing world and getting into real estate and how did that kind of coincide with, you know, a family and everything? Yeah. So when we got married, we knew we wanted to have kids and I, I knew that I always wanted to stay at home with my kids. So that was kind of always in the background. I mean, I had a professional career for 10 plus years, but when I had my first son, um, that really shifted. And I knew that it was time to start focusing on how we could make it work where I could stay home and also eventually where Ryan could stay home with us too. So we start, we actually started out um, selling on Amazon nice. and that's, That'll segue me into short-term rentals. But um, so we started with Amazon selling. We would, you know, buy things in Walmart or then toss them up and resell them. But then we also started a few um, of our own personal lines of baby items and also beard care products. If you know my husband, you know it's <laughs> <laughs> your beard. Um, and so from there, he actually attended a, a conference for Amazon sellers. And a gentleman was there who talked about short-term rentals. And he went on and on about how it was the first business he'd ever done where he was profitable in his first month. And we we're like, this is really interesting. So we ended up joining his mastermind. And this was what's probably seven years ago now. And that is how we started learning about short-term rentals and then really how we decided to make the leap into real estate investing. And that's how we started was with short-term rentals. Wow. wow. I think that is so cool. Um, I did not know that about you guys, but that just like, like resonates with me so much because, um, I mean, you guys both like, uh, Carrie's met Kyle, uh, Jen, but I know you have met him, but I know you've heard of him and, um, he is a wheeler and dealer just like that. So it sounds like, um, him and Ryan were kind of on the same path for that. Like we, like he would just like, I don't know if you guys have ever heard those stories about somebody like taking a pen and like trading it all the way up to a car, but that's like, literally what we came from and kyle also tried to sell stuff on ebay and amazon like would buy it by the pallet so I love um, it. <laughs> yeah so that's that's really cool that you guys kind of did the exact same thing i yeah. think that's just like that same mindset right that we all kind of come from is just like what are we gonna do to like get reach our goals as fast as possible so it was like anything we could do right yes uh that's <laughs> funny so uh okay well so you mentioned like with real estate investing when we talked to you before and um, we sent out your questionnaire about how it taught you persistence and uh, it got you out of your comfort zone. So I'd love to hear about like, how did that, how did this experience of short-term rentals do that for you? Yeah. 
Well, so first of all, again, we started out kind of in an unconventional way with short-term rentals because we started out in rental arbitrage. And if people don't know what that is, that's when you sign a lease with a landowner or a, or a property owner and property management company, and then you turn around and rent the property on a short-term basis. So we didn't start by owning any properties ourselves. And so I think that was kind of, that was really interesting and um, kind of getting out of the comfort zone of you know, talking to people and trying to explain the model itself was a challenge having to overcome that. Um, and then also our, probably our largest challenge was in 2020 when COVID really hit and we had 15 units that we had to scramble and figure out how to keep afloat during that whole time, um, which we survived, but that was really challenging as well. Um, so yeah, we just, and then coming out of our comfort zone again, like you've probably seen us doing some more social media videos and things like that, which is not, you know, something that definitely Ryan, he's very much an introvert. And then I'm, I'm not really an introvert, but I have a hard time putting myself out there. And so that definitely has pushed our boundaries. Yeah. Uh, I love, I love the social media stuff that you do. Um, first of all, and I know that we, uh, we, we even like we're speaking with Ryan the other day and I know that he's like, he made a comment about just stick me in the corner and tell me what to wear. And that's all he's going to like do. Right. <laughs> um, and, and so I very much know that that is like for sure his um, personality type. Um, so tell me about like the social media aspect, like, like add, you, you add a lot of values to other moms. And I feel like, I think that's what resonates a lot with people. So you're, you're kind of putting yourself out there as this mom that makes extra income on short-term rentals while being able to have that freedom at home. Mm -hmm. I know that you show yourself like setting up Airbnbs with, you know, a baby strap to you and, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, going through and doing all that. So yeah. uh, tell me a little bit about that. And, uh, you know, have you had people that really do resonate with you? And, and does that start like a lot of conversations for you? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's just been a very slow progression. I feel like I kind of have a hard time being consistent with it. But when I do show up on social media, I try to make it just really genuine and like relatable and raw. And like, yes, I usually have my 17 month old strapped to my chest because that's how he naps. <laughs> and I don't wear makeup ever. So <laughs> and, I mean, that's just real life, right? And so I think that's that's how people really start to resonate with you. And that's how you start to build a community. And so I have had moms reach out and, um, you know, ask me how I got started and just thank me for sharing this information with them. And so, like, I, I wish I had more time in the day and just more hours in the day to be able to really do more of that so that I can help more moms with that. Mm -hmm. And um, so do you do you enjoy putting yourself out there like that now or? <laughs> You know, I actually, actually do. I do think it's fun now because it like ripped the bandaid off. And so now I just, you know, I do it and I don't really think about it. I just, I mean, it still takes me a long time to create a reel. Don't get me wrong, but, but I ripped the bandaid off and now it, it doesn't feel so foreign anymore to me. Yeah. I think uh, what's hard for me and I don't, I don't know about Carrie, but like, I think what's hard for me with social media is that I, I want to make it feel genuine and not like rehearsed or, um, you know, like in intentional, I guess, like I, I want it to be natural. And sometimes when I like get on camera, I just like, I don't know. It's like, you know, I don't know what to do with my hands, like Ricky Bobby, or I don't like, I don't know what to do with my face. And I'm like, I don't uh, like, 
do I always look like that with my face? So uh, I I relate to your stuff because when before I met you, I seen some of your social media stuff and was just like, okay, so like I'm not the only mom out there going and taking my son to set up an Airbnb or like, you know, sometimes like, and when he was young, like he went with me to meet clients and, um, you know, it was just like a family ordeal at that point. So, and I think that that really is like, for me, um, it's important for me to have my kids kind of involved in that to see like, this is what we do. This is, um, you know, what you could possibly do in the future, or there are other avenues that you can do to make money instead of going the traditional route. And even though they are young right now, I think that it's, they'll, they'll remember that stuff. So. Yeah. They're sponges for me. Like it's important to bring my kids along because I want to be modeling entrepreneurship for them and show them, you know, like if you're adding value in the world, in the marketplace, like that's a great way to make a living. Um, and so do you feel, Jen, do you feel like this is something you want your kids to be a part of as you guys, you know, continue to grow your business. Yeah. I mean, hundred percent. I think that's also part of the reason why we homeschool, um, you know, is to show them that there's other options and to really, they can really follow their interests as well. Um, so yeah, they're always coming with me to do quality checks. Like it's like, time, okay, get in the van. It's time to go to this property. I have to check before the guest checks in, you know? Um, and yeah, they come help with me when we do setups as well. So I totally, feel exactly what you both are saying that it's something you're modeling for them and hoping that they can see like you don't have to follow that path that a lot of other people do you can make your own way right yeah absolutely do you mind sharing for us like what are the next steps for you in your business like what are you guys working toward what are your goals sure so our overarching goal has always been to move to, um, to we'll move back to Texas eventually. And we have a large piece of property there already. So we're going to build our house there and kind of build a homestead essentially. That has always been our dream where we grow our own food and we just are all together, you know, and we're not trading any time for money. Um, and then having Ryan be able to stay home with us full time as well, because he still has a full time job. Um, and then as far as our business, we, are really focusing on expanding the management side of our business right now um, because we're just trying to bring in more cash flow and generate more cash monthly. So that's our big thing right now. Eventually, we would love to really go and get a glamping, like create a glamping resort of some kind. Like that would be awesome. So, you know, we're just we're just like planning it out and trying to make little steps to do our big leaps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love the glamping side idea. That is awesome. It's so in right now too, right? That like unique stay. Mm -hmm. So that's yeah. really cool. Really cool. Um, so along your journey, Jen, and like where you guys are headed. Um, so like financial goals for you, if you, if you don't mind like sharing that, um, or even like, I know you said like getting Ryan out of his job. So, um, we usually ask our participants and guests about like, you know, how often do you track? And like, I know we talked about like, you guys like kind of do that together. Or Ryan does it, but like for you, is there a financial goal that you're working towards or do you have some other metric that you guys are currently tracking to know um, if you're successful or how are you defining successful? Well, I, so our long-term goal is that Ryan gets to stay at home 
with us full time. Like I stay at home. Um, so we're kind of, we are checking that monthly. And the way we're trying to get to that is by bringing on more management clients. And so, you know, my goal, I'm kind of more the business development side, I guess. And I'm the one that's going out and getting the leads. And so I'm just really trying to stay on top of getting the leads, following up with them and then closing the deals. And so we're trying to do at least, I think, 800 to 1,000 a month per property. And that's kind of our goal right now for each property. Mm -hmm. um, and then just building that up so that we can get to a point where Ryan can step away from his full-time job. Yeah, awesome. Absolutely. Um, all right. Well, along this journey, what would you have done differently knowing what you know today? Well, <laughs> I definitely, we definitely would have started sooner. I feel like a lot of times I'm always like, man, we got, we got in way too late on this. Like what, what were we thinking? Why didn't we do this sooner? But um, you were still an early adopter. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I guess I, I guess yes. But I always feel like we weren't because I feel like we were kind of late to the co the management co-hosting side of it, right? Um, and kind of I feel like we were late to the Airbnb party to begin with as well. Um, but definitely would have gotten started sooner. I think I really think we probably like would have started doing the co-hosting first instead right of the garage, you know, because looking back now, we may not we may have not had the best um, guidance, <laughs> and I think we sunk a lot of money into that arbitrage deals where we could have used that elsewhere. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Co-hosting is probably the least barrier to entry, right? Like it technically right. doesn't cost yeah. you anything to get started. It's someone else's property. If they're the one furnishing it, you're just going to do the management piece. And yeah. So that makes sense. Mm -hmm. That makes sense that you might change that. Um, what about as far as like owning any units? Do you guys own any right now? Is that something you have as a goal at all it is yeah so we we own one in san antonio um we actually bought it last august and we did a full renovation on it um awesome which was a party yeah. <laughs> you know, we got a lot of uh delays and challenges actually that was really, yeah. it was really hard um but it was it was exciting because it was our first time to ever do a remodel so that was fun like getting to pick out you know the flooring and the countertop and all that kind of stuff and just really like bring a vision to life. So I really enjoyed that process. Um, so yes, we, we are actively still looking for a good deal. We just had to be very, very picky because, you know, it's, we found it's been kind of difficult to find like the right deal yeah, on with prices and then projected revenues. So yeah. we're, we're looking for, for deals. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's the struggle right now too. I mean, not just with you, but with other people that are also in the co-hosting space or in like looking for a purchase. It's like for, if you're trying to purchase, like the numbers just don't pencil out and they still don't pencil out right now because interest rates are too high. Even when people refinance, it mm -hmm. still doesn't bring the same return that you're looking for. Yeah. Um, unless you're going for that equity play, you know, but um, a lot of people that I'm currently dealing with, they're looking for that overall cash flow. Right. It's just not making sense for them. And then on the co-host side too, it's the same thing, right? We have to keep our owner's best interest at, at heart when we're running numbers. And so if it doesn't make sense for them, then we can't present that to them as, you know, a positive opportunity. Right. So, um, so yeah, so like, it's, I think it's not just you, it's, it's all of us because I have, 
I have three clients right now. I'm trying to help get homes. I, I mean, I'm not looking for them, but I am like running numbers for them. And um, for them, like, you know, whether they're 1031 exchanging or doing like traditional, it's so hard to present some of those numbers to them and tell them they should just jump when it like they're either losing money every month or they're not even making enough to make a payment. Right. Know, so I'm finding that as well, trying to help people yeah. analyze deals. Yeah. It's not working out. Yeah. yeah, it's it's so hard. It's so hard. And I think that like for us too, for um, you know, for like I mean, we run like the same type of business model mm -hmm. uh for co-hosting. It makes it harder as well to like continually uh take on new clients right now in this particular stage of the market wow. uh, because we just can't go as fast. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so unfortunately our like legion, I, I wouldn't say it's slowed down, but it's like, again, we have like fewer number of people that are actually like seriously ready to jump versus um, when, you know, a year ago, our lead stream was just continuous because at that time it was like definitely a buyer's market. Right. And they were just continually able to, yeah jump on a deal yeah well you know the, the biggest thing i've had right now is people wanting to move from their current management because they're just not happy with them mm -hmm. and so yeah. i've really been trying to just like maximize and capitalize on the fact that we're very transparent like we've been doing this a long time we own our own you know we have our own units and um it's interesting how i feel like a lot of a lot of management companies kind of started when it was really hot and, but they didn't really know what they're doing and they kind of still don't, they're still kind of like stumbling around. Mm -hmm. And so that's the opportunity I have found as of late for myself, that people are trying to jump ship to find someone who's better. Yeah, and yeah. that's really smart. That's really great that you're kind of like pivoting. Like, even if it's not time right now, we, we know we're watching for opportunities for acquisition of properties, but, if the opportunity doesn't present itself, let's work on this over here because this opportunity is here. Way to be like agile enough to, mm -hmm. to capitalize on whatever is available. That's so great. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, well, uh, Jen, our last question for you because we want to be respectful of your time because uh, we appreciate you coming on today. Um, first thing I want to ask is if you could tell everybody where to follow you on socials. Yes, um, so you can follow my personal social media is um on instagram at str simplified and then our business is stay sojora s-o-j-o-r yeah s-o-j-o-r yeah oh nice okay um and our last question we ask every guest um is what is the most exciting thing you've done on your investing journey so I, I think really the most exciting thing that I've gotten to do is the remodel of the house. Um, it needed to be like, it was it was in bad shape. So we redid the kitchen, the bathrooms. I mean, ripped out all the carpeting. Like it was a big job. Um, it was really exciting, like I said, to get to get in there and pick out the paint and the flooring and the countertops and all of that. So that was that was pretty exciting. And I think it would be fun to do more of that in the future. Yeah. Absolutely. It is fun. And it also like gives you lots of practice for your personal. Yes, it does. Too, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have lots of Pinterest boards ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's one of my favorite parts that we've had too, is just like, well, you get to like 
have a canvas, right, that you get to make something like way better than it was before and just beautiful. So, yeah. Well, and starting okay. from starting from a blank canvas, because if you are going into um, stage or decorate or build out a short term rental unit that, you know, doesn't need remodeling because it's already been done and it's someone else's color palette and it's not kind of the vibe you were originally going to you know, picturing for the space, you find a way to work with it, right? Like you can do, it can be done, but it's fun when you can start from scratch and do everything the way you'd want to do it. So yeah. that's really cool. Right. Have your little touch on it. Yeah. Like creative outlet. Yes, it is. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's a very good way to put it. Uh, well, congratulations, Jen. Um, we are so excited to have you on and we will definitely be following up with you because I know that you and Ryan are also like trying to do some some pretty big moves. So um, we will definitely have you back on and we look Stay forward to hearing. Yeah, we look forward to hearing and sharing with our audience, uh, you know, how you guys journey has um, progressed. Well, thank you so much for having me. It was really fun. Yes, thank you for Absolutely. being here. Thank you. Yes. Bye. Bye, Bye guys.